It was the American Idol premiere that had everyone singing its praises. I'm speechless. But if you thought night one was good. I'm starting to get numb from all the good talent. You ain't heard nothing yet. Tonight, witness an unforgettable performance that moved the judges to tears. You have wrecked me. And the greatest audition Idol has ever seen. I'm in the presence of greatness. American Idol, tonight, 8, 7 central on ABC. Blog Talk Radio.
Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sasha Marina Show. I'm your host, well, I'm your co-host today, Sasha Marina, and your host is Robert Alfonso Hidalgo, my broski, um, and his segment today is That's the Movie. So today is Monday, it's 3 o'clock here in Florida, it's 12 over there in Cali. Um, what's up, bro? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, I'm good. So, as you all know, Robert speaks about behind-the-scenes Hollywood and what's hot and what's not. And um, I guess, shoot, what do you have for us today? Uh, some pretty big news, actually, a lot, a lot of it. Probably the biggest okay. news that really just pissed me off and then kind of made me happy a little bit later. Let's just start okay. off how, how it started. Space okay. Jam 2 is happening. Was happening. Let me just continue. You know, there was going to be a sequel to Space Jam. I was like so excited. I'm like, oh, who are they going to use this time? Well, instead of Michael Jordan, they were going with LeBron James. And already I'm like, oh, that's bullcrap. I hate LeBron James. I would have rather them bring back Michael Jordan. I don't think I don't. I didn't really want to see LeBron James there. I would like a Space Jam too, but not LeBron James. And that was okay, apparently cool. happening for like a day or two, and then. Um, some sources close to LeBron James have said that that movie is not even happening, and LeBron James has nowhere is has nothing to do with that movie. If it was, so there I don't you go. think LeBron has anything to do with acting. Period. Well, neither did Michael Jordan, but I still would have enjoyed Michael Michael Jordan better than um, than, than than LeBron James. I guess. So what? That's that's a hoax. Then there's no there's no movie at all. I don't know. It's it's. I'm probably good. we're probably gonna have to wait another week to see really what's going on. But it seems like there's probably no movie happening. Mhm. Okay. Which, all right. Uh, then I guess it's a relief. Yeah. Better than it's better not done at all than done bad. So okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's much better for me. So um, <laughs> if you've seen uh, the Lego Movie or anything, and you really liked I it, well, the one. sequel has an official release date for 2017. Oh my god. Was it even do you think it's worth it? Did you did you get to watch it? No, but I've heard it's amazing and I've been wanting to see it for so long. Okay. It's made it comes out May 26, 2017. And I'm I'm fine with that. I mean I would I would like to see it. So I guess Legos <laughs> needed their time to shine. I guess it's about time for them to have a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um Okay. Now there's this new movie coming out. It's not, it's not going to make any big deal. It's nothing being adapted. But it's uh, it's going to star Michael B. Jordan and Miles Teller. Uh, Michael B. Jordan from Chronicle, That Awkward Moment, Fruit, uh, Fruitville Station, I think it is. And mm-hmm. Miles Teller from The Spectacular Now, That Awkward Moment, Project X. Well, they're going to start in this movie that's kind of going to be a heist movie. They said it's going to be um, Warner Brothers' own Ocean Eleven. So they just work together in that awkward moment, and then they have this um, upcoming. Yeah, I have more news about them working together again. It's crazy. Okay. They're they're, they're cool. just really blowing up now. I mean, they actually deserve it because they're these new young uh, Hollywood actors, and I think they're actually one of the best. Like really, every time they're in a movie, I, I'm going to go see it because they're really good. You know, I, I really enjoy everything they always do. So I have no. Well, problem yeah, they're with very neutral. They're very like natural. Because uh, yeah, Michael Teller is very like like down, like natural in all his films. Like literally, I just think it's just him. Yeah. Like all his movies. <laughs> yeah. It's just I saw Spectacular yeah. Now, and it was and it was pretty interesting, you know. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was, uh, it. it was different from the usual, you know, 
coming of age teenage movie. Yeah, it was. They really changed it up. So yeah, that's cool to see. And it's actually going to be the same director of um of from from that awkward moment. Tom Tom mm-hmm. Gormican. Yeah, Tom Gormican. That's his name. So it's yep. most likely going to be another like comedy. Well, it's going to be an Ocean Eleven type movie. It's going to be a heist movie. So. It's probably just going to have its mix of comedy, and, you know, it's kind of not not too much drama. You know, it's just a heist movie. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I, I can see this working, you know. It would make sense. So, yeah, and uh, I'm trying to get the small news out of the way. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, the small news, uh, well, now this is um, Roger Deacon. Uh, he's the cinematographer for Prisoners, uh, Skyfall. He apparently will not be shooting the next um, James Bond movie. And Roger Deakins is probably like one of the best cinematographers of our time. Mm-hmm. I, I concluded with that one. Oh God, I always forget his name. The cinematographer who always works with Alfonso Cuaron. But Roger Deakins, by far, is probably one of the best cinematographers alive right now. Really, like I, I didn't even realize that he was the cinematographer for Skyfall until I heard about this. And and Skyfall, that was probably one of the best things about it was just visually how it looked. So that's kind of sad, you know. Maybe, I don't know yeah. who they're going to replace him with. But without Roger Deakins, it's probably going to lose a bit of its flair. Hmm. I think the cinematographer so. is everything in the film. That's like yeah. the director's right-hand man. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> We'll see. So we'll see I mean, happens. I think they were nominated last. I mean, for the for the Oscars for both uh, best original song and cinematography. And this guy yeah. Roger Deakins has so many nominations. He got it. He got it for Prisoners as well. Even though Prisoners should have been nominated for more this year, at least they got the cinematography nomination. Yeah, Prisoner was an interesting piece. Let me tell you. I I, I yeah. like. I guarantee you, if it would have came out in a. Uh-huh. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Like. As I started watching the film, I kind of didn't really, I had, I really didn't expect anything from it, you know, that you kind of, you have to, like you say, sometimes you have to go into a movie not expecting much from it because you have to be prepared to get disappointed, but, like, when when I first saw the film, like, and, and by the end, by the end, I was, I, I, I was really satisfied because I had never seen um, both of these characters in that kind of role, you know, Hugh Jackman and um, the other guy. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. So, I yeah, it's just, that movie, I guarantee you, would have been would have done a lot better. Um, mm-hmm. Let's say Oscar wise, if it would have come, yeah. come out in the fall, because the problem is that movie came out in the summer, and the difference between Gravity and uh, that movie was because Gravity came out late late summer. It was already pretty much fall, and mm-hmm. pe- and, and it was and people were, and they were hyping up that movie. There was a big hype. Yeah, part. they were. It's that by the time the movie was out, it, it, people are already saying that it was not Oscar nominated. That's it. The movie came out. Yeah, everyone, who saw, everyone who's seen it at yeah. cons were were like yeah. were like bra- uh, like praising that movie like crazy. But I mean, I guarantee yeah. you, if Prisoners would have come out around any time like this, like Twelve Years a Slave came out or Captain Phillips, it would have been nominated uh-huh. more. Hugh Jackman would have yeah. been having a lead actor nomination. Definitely, definitely. I think that, that like you, you just mentioned, like mentioned a key point there. Like the movies, I mean, it has to be closer to the hype. Like it has to be released in the fall because let's say if it was released in January, the whole year has passed and you've pretty much forgotten about you know. Yeah, and really the, the best the best movies they don't really come out in the beginning of the year. 
That's why yeah. that's why that's why you see because it's the beginning of the year. Nobody's gonna remember that crap. Yeah. It's really hard for it. movies at the beginning of the year to get nominated like that. Yeah, yeah. But okay. yeah. That's that's it, that's about that. And um anyways, um let's go to Terminator movie news. Um Kyle Reese, if any if you remember you know Kyle Reese. He's from, from? Terminator, he's uh he's he's John Connor's father. John Connor sent him oh. back in time to to do the business with his with his mother. <laughs> okay. Um, the cast, the actor has already been casted to play Kyle Reese, and that's Jai Courtney. Um, he's a, he was in um what's it called, the bad, the very terrible Die Hard sequel that came out not too long ago. Die. Oh, die that kid. Hard. Yeah. 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 Him. Uh, he was also in uh what's, what else was he in? God. He was in Spartacus. He was in Spartacus. Yeah, I, I already that. have his face. Yeah, I already have his face in mind. I know yeah, what yeah. You're talking so that's going to be the I son. don't, I don't necessarily agree with that rule, with that choice, because um, every single that every single um, actor who's been cho- chosen for Kyle Reese makes sense. Like, um, let's see, Kyle Reese, the original one, who was Michael Bean, was being played by him, and I thought that was a great <laughs> choice. And then in Terminator Salvation, the the young version of of Kyle Reese was played by what's his name, I, Anton Yelk. Y- Yelkon Yelkovich, I don't know, some Russian last name. <laughs> He's the guy from Charlie Bartlett, and he was mm-hmm. in a Star Trek the reboot. Uh, I forgot who he plays. Mm-hmm. He plays a Russian guy. But either way, that's 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 who that's those characters actually fit from what it, what originally was. You know, Kyle Reese, and I don't see a Jai Courtney character. You know, fitting that Jai Courtney actor fitting it. Mm. Like he, I think he would fit more of a John like Connor. Yeah, he would be a better I, I, John Connor than Kyle Reese. Yeah, because he's such like a he's such like a, a big dude, you know. He has like a presence. Yeah, he's, he's a big menacing dude. And, and, yeah, he is. And and like all the Kyle Reese that have played, have been before haven't been so big and menacing. You know, Michael yeah. Bean was just like this short, like tiny guy, you know. But Brad I mean, he, he was still yeah, badass. Very thin, yeah, very thin. But Brad, it wasn't okay. it wasn't like John Connor, you know. Even even when yeah. Christian Bale played played John Connor, he was like this big buff dude still. Mhm. So okay. I don't know. We'll see. So that's a for sure. He's been casted for that role. Yeah, yeah. That's not even a rumor. Okay. It's just straight up. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. and now, um, so I think I spoke about last week, uh, the Agent 47 movie, which is a Hitman movie. Uh, okay. There's And the actor playing him, Rupert Friend, or Friend, is, uh, you know, playing Hitman. Well, the first official um, look that we have of Hitman has been shown already. It was a set picture. You guys can look it up. It's pretty... Uh, Pretty cool. It matches pretty much, you know, what we see in Hitman and what we see, what we see in Agent Forty Seven's character. So I don't know. He has the right face and everything, maybe sort of, yeah. So it's fine. Okay. So yeah, let's let's hope this movie's good. It needs to be good. It needs to do this uh, series justice. And now. <clears throat> Uh, some news that was kind of random and out of nowhere for me was that Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, uh, these guys usually do stuff like This Is the End, uh, Pineapple mm-hmm. Express. That's their type of movies. They, they're the ones who do that. Uh, they're developing a movie for Sony called Console Wars. Console Wars is uh, is, is going to be a, the original rivalry, the original console war rivalry that happened in the 90s, and that was between Nintendo and Sega. So you know okay. how now it's it's Sony versus Microsoft with their PlayStation and Xbox. Mm-hmm. Well, now we're gonna have one from the '90s, and it's probably gonna resemble that of a you know 
a social network type movie. That's what I feel like okay. that movie would would be how it, that's how it'd be done. But yeah, this is how that movie is going to be. This movie is in development, and it's console wars, Nintendo versus Sega. So anybody from the '90s that played video games probably remembers all that. How everybody so was saying like Sega, saying, no, yeah. Nintendo. Yeah, that's like so. That's like saying pretty much PlayStation versus Xbox. But that this was the original, like you know, rivalry, the original console. Yeah, war. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is like this is this is probably exciting for people, you know, who can. It's uh, going to be based of some a lot of comedy in there, so. Yeah, especially if it's somebody like Seth, like these guys, they're probably going to. Yeah be able to do this. I don't know, this, this seems like something that'll be interesting to see because they usually do straight up stupid comedies. So I don't, I wonder how they'll do something like this because this feels like something that'll be like um, something like the social network, like I said, mixed with their comedy. I don't know how that's going like to work out, but we'll see. Out of, yeah, I feel like it, this <clears> topic can go out of either two, or, you know, one way out of two ways. It, it's either going to be that stupid comedy and they're just going to make a whole laughing stock out of the whole movie and the whole subject or it's going to have a serious note, you know, and maybe incorporate some of the comedy, some of the some of the other variables like social networks, you know, the girls this and that, the real life I don't know. Yeah. I don't even, you know, who knows? We'll see. And when yeah. is, is there, so it's an development so it's not even a, it's a, just a development. release there's nothing, or nothing. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing else uh, yeah. Okay. All right, so this is big, big news. It's been going around for a while, but it's big news now. Um, the casting for the new Fantastic Four movie reboot. All right, mm-hmm. so you I know, you know the Fantastic Four. Are. Of course. Well, the, well, the originals really sucked. Yeah, the ones that came out, they were really bad. You know, the yeah, second bro, one was like terrible. That wasn't even ten years ago. Are you kidding me? It, was, it hasn't even been ten years. Well, this is Fox. Fox needs to, they need to catch up to Marvel's amazing movies that they're coming out with, you know? All so right, they want, they need the They need to do this. So mm-hmm. now we have our, uh, you know, our characters have all been casted. Let's start it up from, like, the least surprising. Uh, Jamie Bell, you know who Jamie Bell is? He was in Jumper. He was, uh, he played opposite of whatever that kid's name, Hayden Christensen, I think is his name. He was Ooh, the other telepo- teleporter. Uh, Jamie yeah, Bell, yeah, he's yeah. going to play the thing. He's going to play Ben Grimm. What, what, so you know okay. who the thing is? Big orange rock thing. Yeah, the formation. rock dude. Okay. Yeah, like a downgraded version of the Hulk. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what. Yeah. He, uh, so he's going to be playing the thing. Oh. So okay. I'm assuming. I don't know if they're going to do the same thing like they did with the first time around. That it was prosthetics and they used Michael Chiklis, but. Uh, yeah, but the, the the original character, it was the actor, he, he was already like a, like a big stubby dude, you know? Yeah, so yeah. I don't know if they're going to do CGI or anything, like motion capture, yeah. like what they're doing with the, with the Ninja Turtles, maybe. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll see. And then now um, the Invisible Woman uh, also has been announced, and it's Kate Mara. I'm she sure the name from? sounds familiar to you. Yeah, it does, uh, I don't it does. really know. I know her face. I just I know I've seen her in so many things, but I don't really remember exactly where she's from. So she she fits the superhero scenario. The superhero. Yeah, she's fine. Profile? I mean, okay. I, I mean, uh, I don't know if they'll make her blonde because you know, um, visible woman's blonde, but maybe yeah. maybe so. I don't know. We'll see. Could be anything. Okay. But 
and this is then the two these two other uh, casting has been is even bigger, like out of the crazy news, you know, freaking all over the place. The first mm-hmm. bit is that Miles Teller has been casted to play uh, Mr. Fantastic or no uh, way. Reed Richards. Yeah, he's playing uh, Mr. Fantastic, Reed Richards. So he's, That's what he's, he's doing. Booming, he's booming for real, bro. Yeah, he's getting a lot of yeah. a lot of stuff yeah. over here. Okay. So he's gonna be, so yeah he's gonna be playing that and um, even bigger news is that Michael B Jordan will be playing the Human Torch. Oh, so that's the big news he had. Okay, I see. Yeah. Um, so you know how you know you know how the Invisible Woman and the Human Torch are brother and sister actually. I'm assuming that yeah. one of them is gonna be adopted. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna just say. I was just gonna say, okay, so what's gonna happen there? But um. <laughs> This yeah, is already an interesting exactly. cast. I, I, I feel like it's all over the place already. Um, I don't know. I guess it's going to be a total different storyline because I, I don't see these characters really even parallel with the other. Um, yeah, or, and I think I think yeah. this is probably going to be like uh, something they're going to go towards more the Ultimate Fantastic Four, uh-huh. which is not uh-huh. a bad idea because the Ultimate Universe, for me, I've always enjoyed it much more because it's all over the place and crazy. But again, so are just pretty much all comic ones, and I and I think if they really want to start rebooting stuff, they should start going towards more the Ultimate Universe, and that's what they're doing with you know Amazing Spider-Man. You can see just by the suit already, they have so many inspirations from the Ultimate Universe that that would be different. It'd be good to see. So yeah, I, I, I'm I'm okay with this casting. I'm probably just more excited that uh that uh what's it called um. Miles Teller is, is in is in the uh-huh. movie, you know? That's really cool. Uh, and okay. and something I hear I wanted to point out was um after all the people he got lots of criticism Michael B Jordan for being, you know, the human torch casting choice. And I was like, yeah, of course, that happens all the time and since you know the human torch is a blonde white guy, you know, having Michael B Jordan a black guy playing would be like controversial for everyone. Of so course. I I don't really care because I I like Michael B Jordan so he's fine. And it doesn't, and it's not a big deal because it doesn't matter if they're if they're actually blood related or not, in you know in the story, you know, mm-hmm. visible woman and and the Human Torch. So it's not a big deal, but mm-hmm. this is was his was his response when TMZ like uh, found him. Uh, they they were they you know they caught up to him and asked him what what is his reaction to all the criticism and he says they're gonna see it anyway. <laughs> and, that's, <laughs> it, and that's the that damn makes, truth right true. there. That's true. <laughs> no is. matter how many times these these uh these really stupid you know fanboys uh-huh. get angry and stuff, he's def- uh-huh. no matter what he's still gonna you know they're still of gonna course. go see this this no matter no matter what the choices are. You should have you should have seen like how everyone was so angry when Heath Ledger was casted as the Joker. Oh man, it was like insane. People were like going In that, insane. Yeah. Exactly, but then that's been like the best Batman movie of all time. So, um, hello, you know, you can't really. Well, I guess I think that's like the best comment he somebody could ever say to like the media. Yeah. When being yeah, when being harassed. <laughs> that's that's it'll only make they're still gonna see it like so of many course. small things that all these bad casting big bad casting news is going around for you know Batman versus Superman. No yeah. matter if the trailer's crappy or anything, people are still going to be lined up to go see that movie because it's oh, Batman no, versus but, Superman. Yeah, but it's Batman Superman and Batman Superman. in the movie together. This is what all these pimple-popping nerds have been waiting for since they were children 
to see an actual Batman versus Superman movie, anything live action? I think, I mean, I, I mean, me personally, if Ben Affleck is or would have been Batman, I, I wouldn't have gone to the theaters to see it because I just feel like it would have been a wreck. I wouldn't hey, care. I'd probably, I'd, probably, I'd probably be angry at first, and I'm like, oh, whatever. And then if he does a good job, then I'd be surprised. If he doesn't, then I won't be surprised. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's what it would be like for me. But, yeah. Look forward to it anyways. I'm definitely looking forward to this. So this is still in... What's the, what is the state of this production? Mm. What? A Fantastic Four? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's coming out, yeah, I think, Fantastic 2015, Four. I think it's in. Oh, okay. 2015, 2016, sometime around there. In May as well, like summer area. So, yeah. Summer. And now probably the biggest news that you'll ever hear this week. Bigger than the Fantastic Four news. Bigger okay. than... You're going to be blown away. Okay. Remember that, that NBC show, Heroes? Yes. I Remember that first season like, that was like so times. amazing? Remember yeah. how amazing that first season was? And then that writer's strike happened. And then the original mm-hmm. writers left, and then the new writers came in. Season two was like decent because I think it was already written a bit by the first by the original writers. But then uh-huh. right when season three came, it was a piece of crap and it just tanked. Well, yeah. and I got canceled in season four. You know, I was a huge fan of the show. Um, coming back 2015 as a 13-episode mini. I mean, 2015. 2000. Uh, yeah. Okay. As a 13-episode miniseries. It's being titled Fantastic. Heroes Reborn. Like the show is coming back. And yeah, but it's I'm the original cast. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you right oh. now. I'll get to it. The original writer is, I mean, the, original, the creator of the show, team, team, Tim Kring, is back on, is bringing the show back to the network as, you know, 13-episode miniseries. Depending mm-hmm. how it goes, I think they'll most likely, because uh, they said it's just going to be an event, so it kind of says that it's just going to be just that. And depending how mm-hmm. they're, how they're um, you know, how many people are watching it and the views, mm-hmm. then I guess in the ratings, I think then that will uh, that will that will decide if they're going to continue with the season six or something. But it's titled okay. Reborn, and Reborn is you know another way of saying like reboot, remake. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's something they were talking about possibility, but. Now getting to you know if the characters will be back. They have they said they will air with all new characters and storylines, and they will appear they will appear online in a digital series before the new series comes out. The new the new series premieres, so we're gonna get like a little web series introducing the characters, and then the show. But okay. in like an official press release, the NBC Entertainment president uh, Jennifer Salk said um, that they won't rule out any possibility of some of the show's original cast members popping back in. Okay. So yeah, there's a possibility they will be back in there. You know, I'm I'm pretty excited for that. You know, I really loved Heroes. I even yeah. though the show got really bad after season two, I still enjoyed mm-hmm. it very much. And I'm kind of sad that you know a lot of shows were affected during that time during that the the, the writer's strike. It was like in 2004. Mm-hmm. A lot of shows really just didn't make it because of that. And Heroes was one of the lucky ones, and yet one of the, also the unlucky ones because. Really, they just did terribly after that. So, I'm yeah, looking forward if, if there is. I like Hayden Panettiere, so I'm 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 cool if she comes back. I, I really enjoyed a uh, Milo Ventimiglia, uh, whatever his last name is. It's like some sort of Italian name, but anyways, I really enjoyed uh, his superhero character. It was so cool. 
coolest one ever. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of sad, you know. Okay. Yeah. And I think uh, I've also to end. I guess I have to end on a sort of sad note. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody just passed away. <laughs> His name is uh, what's what's it called? Harold Ram- Ramis. 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 I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. He was 69. Uh, he's known for writing, you know, the Ghostbusters. He wrote no the Ghostbusters. Way. Everything. Yeah, he wrote the characters. He was he wrote also Groundhog Day, and yeah, he was he he was in like Ghostbusters and everything too. And the first one Aww. and the second one. So he just what passed away. Didn't say what yet? I think I think it was probably was a heart attack. I mean he, yeah, I think that's what it was. He wrote like, uh, what's it called, Caddyshack, a bunch of stuff, Eerie's and everything. It's sad, but yeah, he passed away. Okay, so that's just the getting to people lately. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay, no, it wasn't a heart attack. It was um, related to autoimmune inflammatory vaculitis, a disease he battled for four years. Okay. Sixty-nine. So may he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Yep. All right, then. On that sad note, let's uh, wrap this up. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah. Um, you guys can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, at the Real Robert H, and check out uh, my column at the Sasha Marina Show under Topics. That's the movie. Definitely. There you have that. And YouTube. Um, you may also. Check it out on YouTube. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Are you t- yeah. Oh. Remember the email yeah, we have? Um, oh, yeah, of course. Um, so, like he just mentioned, our YouTube channel is the Sasha Marina Show. Um, his playlist is called That's the Movie. What a surprise. Um, also, he has a different Facebook page, which is That's the Movie News. That's just related to all That's the Movie or anything that Robert's working on. Um, also, we have an email for any of you indie filmmakers or just, I don't know. Or just, maybe just you're people who want to just producers, email us. People that have, yeah, maybe you guys are producing this new web miniseries or something and you guys want a critic or whatever the case may be, you may email Robert at that's the movie news at gmail.com and, I mean, we can take it from there. So thank you so much for tuning in today, guys. Uh, I think that's about it, bro. Do you have anything else you want to mention? No, no, no I, think, I think that's... That's about solid. I mentioned everything I wanted to. I mean, the heroes thing, not even a movie, but TV show. I really wanted to mention that. Yeah. So there you go. Definitely. Okay, guys. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. I appreciate it. And um, bye. Napa Know How. This month, at your local Napa Auto Care Center, when you get a premium oil change with a cabin air filter, you also get a $15 mail in rebate, which means the pros do the job and you get paid. Wait, what? Get your premium oil change and a cabin air filter and save 15 bucks at Napa Auto Care. Quality parts installed by the pros. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating Napa Auto Care Centers. Offer ends 43019. At Planet Fitness, you can get down with your judgment-free self. Join for only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, Planet Fitness has cardio, weights, and locker rooms that sparkle like a glass of New Year's champagne. Only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, join in-club or online at PlanetFitness.com. Planet Fitness, the judgment-free zone. Offer expires January 15th. Stop by any of our 15 area locations. Annual membership fee applies. Participating locations only. See club for details.